Hello, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. Here, this is John Saxbury, Revival Now. The I'm going to be I'm going to be start out. I've got tomorrow. I'm going to be with my pastor Rick Shelton. Tomorrow, this is going to be exciting. Um, tomorrow, his new book comes out. Is God listening? It turns your walk with God. You're talking to God into walking with God. It's dynamic. It's very to the heart. I don't have it with me, but I will have it with me soon. Um, I want to say this that this that Pastor Rick Shelton has had a phenomenal impact on my life. I mean, without him and his wife, I wouldn't be sitting right here doing what I'm doing again. Um, because he just he he knew how he knew where to hit. he knows where to strike the heart. God really gives him that gift to really strike in the heart the right way. You know, in a positive manner, where the Word of God becomes manifest to you, you know, and all that. And i got some other news. As you probably all know, as I've been advertising on my page, I'm going to be in, in Troy, Missouri, at the Red Barn Farm Ministries campus uh, with the Blaze Awakening Movement, St. Louis chapter, the, the, uh, the St. Louis chapter. Uh, it's going to be with fire, tw 420 fire, um, you name it. It's going to be great. Um, it's it's going to be at 6 o'clock. It's, on, on, it's at 1573 Sugar Grove Road, Troy, Missouri. If you can come on up, I'd appreciate it. I mean, if you can, I'll be, I'll be recording it. So this will be broadcasted later on on my page. I'll have my my stuff here with me and I'll brought I'll record it for the for the uh podcast and it'll be it's going to be phenomenal. I mean it, it, the word of God I've got a new ser I got a new message I'm going to be preaching on the road. It's called it's time to take out the trash. It's about things we need to get rid of to get to get the the the, the anointing of God flowing, the, the glory of God flowing and let the power of God be made manifest in the meetings. Again, being made manifest in the church, it's an amazing thing. Um, I'll go. I'll give more details on it after I after we're after, as we're preaching. I'm going to be preaching something totally different on here versus what I'm preaching on the road because that's the op, the the office. That's that's how God's assigned me to the as a revival has called me to be a revivalist is to awakening people and awakening their senses and. Bring, bringing, bringing, um, creating an awakening, something to, and to stir in the hearts of people to get change, to adapt to change because change is good. We've got it. We've got to adapt to change. I mean, if you're not, if you're a born again believer, you must be, you must be ex accepting the change. I've never seen a born again believer that 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 had a successful everyday life. And was blessed and was and 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 prospered in their everyday life that didn't allow change to happen. I mean, we've got to allow change. I mean, that's just that's just part of what revival is. It's bringing change to our 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 ourselves, our people around us, our community, and our city, and our and our nation, and our world. Amen. <clears throat> All right. Tonight's message tonight. It's gonna. It's this is gonna be good. It's called quit the one up games. 
I mean, we've got to stop this. This is not... I've seen it over the past 20-something years. I see Christians or people in the in the church who like to just do nothing but one-up people. Well, I got this better. Well, I'm this. Well, you should have known this. Well, they should. They, they, they know who I am. They do this and that. I'm thinking, you know, you can't, I mean, nobody cares about your power, your power trip, you know. That's an ego. That's a, that's pride. I mean, the one that started the one-up game, the, the one who did the one, original one-up game, it didn't end so well for him. His name was Satan. You know, he decided one day that he was going to try to be bigger than God. And Well, he tried to one-up the wrong person. He barked up the wrong tree. And the big dog bit and sent him back, sent him, to, sent him down to the earth. <clears throat> you know? And and we go here, and, and if you open your work, you'll open your Bibles with me to the book of Luke, chapter four, and verse one. I'm going to talk, talk you, tell you, I'm going to tell you about another thing he tried to pull that wasn't really too bright of him, and that's when he tried to challenge Jesus when he was in the wilderness fasting and praying. So he just thought, well, hey, I, I'm going to, I'm going to try this one up game again. Okay, we'll read about this one-up game and see how see how it went for him. And Jesus, being filled with the hopeful of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit under the into the wilderness, being forty days tempted of the devil. And in those days he did not eat, and he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, after afterward hungered. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made that it be made bread. Jesus answered and said, saying, It would it is written. Anything Jesus said, he backed it up with his word. It is written. It is written. It is written. It is written. Any time that Jesus stood his own ground, he said it is written. He stood upon his own. His own very nature. It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil, well, that there, there Jesus, he tried to one up Jesus. He tried to get, he tried to tell him what to do. Tried to order him around, which wasn't a very good deal, because when you try to order God around or try to order Jesus around, it doesn't, it doesn't have good results. I mean, for one, the devil had no authority to tell Jesus what to do. The devil had, still has no authority in the earth. He has no authority at all because Jesus took that authority away from him. The only way he gets authority is if we give it to him. I mean, I mean, a lot of these baby Christians that don't want to grow up and grow in their faith, and they, they give the enemy too much credit for what he's worth. I mean, stop, stop opening your mouth and, and trying to stop trying to do do the opposite of what God's word says. You know, go with the word of God. It's not your, it's not a straitjacket. It's your, it's your refuge. It's your, it's your wings. It's your freedom. You know, this, this, this word is your freedom. It's your protection. That I mean, even what Jesus did, he used the word against Satan here, and we'll go on. And the devil taking him up. 
into a high mountain showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment's time. And the devil said unto him, and this is the, and it's the, goes to show you the devil's intelligence. And the devil said unto him, all the, all the power I will give thee and the glory of all of them that is delivered unto me and whomsoever I will give it. Jesus looked, probably looked at him, looked and rolled his eyes and he said, if were thou worth, if if thou will therefore worship me, all will be thine. All will be Jesus. You're trying to offer to God something that's already His. That's that's lame. I mean, how stupid can you get and still breathe? And Jesus answered him and said, "Get thee behind thee, Satan, for it is written. It is written. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God." And him only shall thou serve. This is where religion comes into play. This is where the devil tries to one up us with religion. Like that's how. That's why religious people act like they're so authority, authoritative, and they think they're above everyone, when they're really not. They're not really above anything. The only one above Jesus was basically saying in this thing here, there's only one that's above. There's only one that's that's in charge, and there's only one that's in power, and that's me. Devil tried to use us to try to substitute Jesus' own power. How could you do that? How could you sit there and offer the devil, offer Jesus something he already owns? I mean, you're, it's ridiculous. I mean, I sit there, and I sit there, and time and time again, I see these Christians that they they claim to be Christians, and they they know these pastors, and they know that pastor, and they were all good with this and this person and that. And when they come down to it, it's a one-up game. They try to one-up everybody instead of humbling themselves. Instead of saying, you know, instead of getting in in, in with a team mentality, being a team, being, I mean, the body, the us, the body of believers called the church, we're supposed to work as a team. We're supposed to work together in unity, not trying to be one higher than the other. I mean, that one-up game has got to stop. I mean, you cannot sit there and act like you're up here and everybody's down here. And everybody's got to worship your little kingdom. Nobody has to do a thing for you. Nobody owes you anything. I mean, I, I mean, one thing that Co Kenneth Copeland taught me years ago is nobody owes you nothing. You owe everybody Jesus. You owe the world Jesus. And that sticks with me to this day. I mean, how can you sit there and try to sit there and try to substitute the authority of the kingdom of God for something that's nowhere compared to it. The kingdom of God is is ruled by God alone. It's not ruled by you. It's not ruled by Sister Frick Frack or Brother Jick Jack or, you know, it's not ruled by anybody. It's ruled by God alone. This is His kingdom. This is not our kingdom. We do not have it. We do not have ownership of anything. I mean, religious people are the biggest ones that try to play ownership game. This ownership game, like they they own it all. It's theirs. It's it's for them only, and it's for their certain people. And this is for their certain people and our favorite people and everybody else is to set out. Because they, they're they're bigger than this, and theirs is better, and their idea is this, and their and their way is that. I mean, give me a break. 
I mean, how can you sit there and act so puffed up and prideful and act like you're you're the one in charge when you're not? You're not in charge of nothing. You're not in charge of people. You don't have the power to condemn people. I mean, seriously. And Jesus, this basically was religion right here. Basically, that's trying to take over God's authority. When you're sitting there using your one-up games to try to take, take control over somebody, and you want that power and that say over them, so you're going to try to manipulate that person any way, to way you can so you can feel like you're in charge, the Lord rebuke you in Jesus' name. I mean, this that, that that's, that's anti-Christ. It is of a devil. You don't go around treating people that way. You don't have the license to treat anybody any way you want. You're not entitled to anything. I mean, seriously. I mean, what kind of jackass does that? And still calls themselves a Christian. And he brought him up, brought him to Jerusalem. And here's where the other, the other part is, where he was getting now the devil's tech game. He's trying to get, trying to one up Jesus again. And he brought him to Jerusalem, and set him on the pinnacle of the temple. And said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, pass thyself down from here. For it is written, he shall give his angel, for it is written, like he was trying to mock, that's how, the, that's how religious people act, they try, to gain, they try to use scripture, they get angry because you can't get control, so they start using scripture to try to control, and, and this, the devil started using scripture against Jesus, it was a wrong thing to do, you can't just go in there and take somebody else's kingdom over, and sit there and try to use their own rules against their own words against them. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee, and to keep thee. And in their hands they shall bear up thee, lest he lest any time thou shalt dash thy foot against the sun. He and this is when Jesus said, That's enough. He said, That's it, I'm done. And Jesus answered him and said, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Basically saying, Don't challenge me because I'm about ready to rip you apart. Jesus was about ready to rip the devil apart, which he did later on. Three, three and a half years later on, he pretty much put him, put that old boy in his place. I mean, for one, and the devil went when and when the devil had ended all of the temptation, he departed from him for a season. And the thing is, with believers here, how to counteract this is one thing: stand on God's word. Stand on this word alone. Stand on this word. Don't let it part from your mouth. Don't let it leave your spirit. Lock down. Stand on it, and don't be moved by these people that do this. Stop feeding the attention, you know. I mean, I've seen people that that have that just that they play that you, if this person see that when they see that the person is starting to feel challenged by what you're doing, so they do it more. They do they do what they do more. They try to do something to try to challenge that person or try to start an argument with that person, and they try to challenge that person, try to question everything they're doing, and they try to manipulate. 
that is witchcraft, that is the evil to the bone, you you have no right doing that to anybody. This is not your kingdom. This is not your authority. This is not your rule and reign. You have no right doing that to any other human being. You are not the, their authority. You're not anybody's authority. The only person you're to control is yourself. I mean, seriously, I mean, here's Satan up here in heaven, had the best job in the in all of eternity. Up here, leading this, leading the worship up here, leading these, leading God's people into work, leading not God's people because the people didn't exist till a certain time. But leading all the angels in worship, we were all spiritual beings up in heaven before the world began. I mean, all that other stuff. I mean, we were just anyway. He 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 was up there. He was up there, and he was up there leading worship, and he decides, okay. Calls a bunch of the third of the angels over and says, "Hey, I got something better to offer you. This guy here, I think I can offer you better what he can do." The guy heard it and said, "Okay, go ahead and get all of you. Take your own kingdom, start your own kingdom, create your own stuff. But you guarantee you can't create nothing because you're not created. You're not the creator. I am." So he he kicked Satan out of heaven. And third of his uh, third of the angels because he they were causing a church split basically. I mean, you don't go causing church splits either because you think your ministry is a lot better than what the pastor's preaching. Well, your ministry is called to that church, and we have to have that our our spit our spotlight. And you better not say anything about us because if you question us, you're not you're not saved. You know, you question our doctrine, you're going to hell. You question everything. If you have problems, or they'll try to manipulate people into thinking there's something wrong with them when there's not. I mean, I've seen a lot of that too. So, got to knock this off. You're not their authority. You're not their superiority. You're not their god. I mean, we can't we can't do that to people. That's not right. It's 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 manipulation at its best. It is control. I mean. I mean, it's, it's it's no different doing that, doing that, acting like that is no different than me walking down the Lee May Concrete Block where I used to work, going in the gate and tell Mark Detmer, get go down and walk, tell Mark Detmer, okay, I got, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna come to work for you, but then start one upping him, start one upping him, or get his drivers all turned against him. Or his blocking plant workers all against him. He owns it. They own a ready mix. He owns a ready mix company in St. Louis. Or I turn all those ready mix truck drivers against him. Or I go down and I start slowly but surely undermining the office staff. He gonna he gonna look at me. He gonna say, "Get the heck out of my plant." He gonna he gonna say, "Get the heck out of my plant. Get the heck out of my company." Who do you think you are coming in here telling me I could how to run things? Or trying to take over and trying to push me out, I'd hit that. I'd hit South Broadway so fast I wouldn't even be able to blink fast enough. I mean, that's just how. That's just how. That's just with with the same thing. You go in, go up to the St. Louis Cardinals, walk out on the field, start telling the players what to do. Walk down the stands, get out of the stands, and go down there on the field and start telling them how to play their game. 
to play their game different. Security's gonna white scoop you up and send you off to jail. I mean, you're not you're not gonna let you're gonna you're not gonna last long, and I don't think you can last long with God. So stop trying to one up people. You're not higher above anybody. You don't you don't have any authority over them. You are not there. You're not there. You're not the Holy Spirit. You don't have the power to control them. That's religion in its best. Religion likes control. Religion religious people like likes con, the reason why religious people like control is because it gives them a false sense of authority. It gives them a false sense of empowerment. This is where this is plain clear in in the red and black. Right here. The first, the second temptation is the prime example of that. It's try to establish something, try to substitute that which God has already inst instituted. It's substitution versus institution. God has already instituted it. You don't try to substitute it. What God substitutes, you don't try to institute. What God institutes, you don't try to substitute. Say this with me again so I can get it right too. What that which God institutes, we don't substitute. That which God substitutes, we don't. That which God institutes, okay, I'm going to have to say it another three times. That which God institutes, we don't substitute. That which God institutes, we don't substitute. That which God institutes, God doesn't, we don't substitute. We don't have the power to substitute that. And we don't have the power to substitute his authority and try to act like we're in charge and we're, we're this and that. And you know, you better walk. You, 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 they, think, they think that you're more superior than anybody and you're better than everybody else. And that your power is, your ways are better and what you have to say is more better. And you don't know as much as I know. And, I, and, I'm, and it's like, after a while, you look at these people thinking, man, they got to live in that brain. You feel you almost feel sorry for them. Because I mean to sit there and have to to have to constantly maintain that brain of yours and maintain all this ego and all this power and all this religion. I mean, you must be wore out by the damn case of it. I mean, it takes less effort just step out in faith and trust God and do things according to the way He says it, and stay humble and work together with the body of Christ versus trying to overtake them and try to overpower them and try to get them to believe your way. Well, my way—I know that's there's revival pouring out, but my people, my my group of people, have something better to offer you. No, you do not. No, you do not. No class, no retreat, no books and tapes can overtake that which God has already instituted. It's not going to be better. It's not going to be bigger. It takes less effort to just get in, get in revival and let the river flow. You know? I mean, it's as simple as this, you know, versus doing all that extra labor that is pointless, all these classes, books, tapes, and everything else. Just stop with me for once. Just stop with me and just do this and start praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to do this for a couple minutes. And I'm going to, I'm going to try to change the atmosphere here. 
Kor arasında da babası dedi babası da da babası da da babası da da babası kor baba 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 babası kor babası kara mama 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 kira baba babası kor mana da da kira mama mama kira babası da da kor baba babası kira baba babadi ne de babası ne de baba baba ne de kor babası kira baba babası kor babası kira baba baba ne de oh sakara mabre babası kor mama mama ne de da 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 ya. Kota baba basi kirim romo sokoro manane dese. Wora masana mesi kromo bobo basi kirim ere baba baba baba. Kora mama mama si kire bobo basi kora baba baba sokara baniyete kora baba mama manane si kire mama mama. Kara baso kora bobo sokora bobo basi kire bobo basi kira. Yena mama mama si kire manyete tere bobo basi kira mama bidolane nisi kina magane mesi kara ma. Kora mama sekere bedi setene mama oso. Kora mama sekere baba 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 sekere baba sekere baba baba sekere baba sekere baba baba baba. Osa kara mana da sekere baba sekere baba sekere mana yete. Ira basa da 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 sekere baba baba sekere baba baba sekere baba baba sekere baba baba. Kara rasa dene baba sekere baba sekere baba baba sekere dilo sene baba baba sekere dilo baba baba. Bosalamanda, yalala sondoro babo kokora bangala medeste tono mongwa. Bosakara mama. Feel that? Feel how? Feel how much more peaceful that is. And just sing this. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you. All my soul rejoice. Take joy, my King. In what you hear, let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Didn't have to one-up nobody. Didn't have to overpower anybody. Just jumped in and flowed. Jumped in and let, let the river flow. That took less effort, and it took me a lot further than if I would have sat there and tried to manipulate somebody with some teaching that is twisted in scripture, that is not doctrinally sound, that that is out to control people and try to be the higher up than than than, than it would be, than just doing that and just leading somebody, and leading them into into the place where they need to go. You know, that's why I was talking about influence. Inspirations versus influence. An inspiration will carry you and take you wherever you need, lead you and lead you wherever you go. An influence will push against you and and cause a train wreck, and it will in it in its in its pressure and its manipulate manipulation, and it makes people not want to feel free. It binds people up and it balls people up. You can't do that. You don't have the power to do that. Got to be an inspiration, not an influence. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I could sugarcoat this message and make it sound pretty, but I'm not. I'm not going to do that. We got to get over this, get out of this mindset that we're that this is the the people are ours. That we have the authority over people. We don't. That we're better. That we're higher. Anything that we do is better. Any the, we 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 have more of a place than this part than the, than the other people do.
You know, it's not true at all. You don't have that place that's higher and better. The only person that has that place and only deserves that place is God himself. And Jesus. And the, I mean, never did you see Jesus try to manipulate people or one-up people. He walked in humility, but yet he stood as a ground. He stood as authority. Amen. Well, this is that for this broadcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, I just want to help you. I want to do whatever I can to reach out to you. If you have a prayer need, go to revivalistjfs3 at gmail.com. You can email me any time of the day. Um, This is this is this is out there. I'm just trying to help you. I'm just trying to get 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 you to understand this, and tell your friends about us. Okay. I love you. Jesus loves you. Have a great evening. This is a production of Saxbury International Revival Ministries.